The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain and sat down, and his disciples came to him. Then Jesus began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Today, we begin the first of three Sundays in what is probably Jesus' most famous teaching, known as the Sermon on the Mount. This first section of the Sermon on the Mount contains what are known as the Beatitudes. Beatitude is a funny word. No, it has nothing to do with making honey and stinging people. It's not having a bee attitude. The word comes from the Latin, which is beatus, which is a translation of the original Greek word makarios. It means blessed, fortunate, or happy. But the definition that fits best is favored by God. But what's odd is that none of these blessings that Jesus names are typically viewed as being signs of God's favor. Think about it. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. To be poor in spirit is to be in hopeless poverty. The poor are those who cannot maintain their social status. And our society does not honor people who can't achieve at least a middle class level of affluence. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. If someone is in mourning, our society's solution is to ask them what's wrong, tell them to cheer up, and explain that things could be worse. But mourning may imply more than grieving for the dead. It could include mourning over the community's sins and the ways that the world is so far from the reality that God has designed for us. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. That's not according to the wisdom of the world. The ones who inherit the earth are the powerful, those with resources and wealth, those who outnumber their enemies and have better, smarter, faster weapons. 
On the other hand, the meek are people who do not take advantage of their position in life. The meekness God blesses sounds like the prophet Micah. Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Remember that righteousness and justice are the same thing. And our society does not teach us to hunger or thirst for the justice of others. Those who seek God's will, hungering and thirsting for it, will be filled by what they are seeking for. God's justice is fair and equitable for all people. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Now, conventional wisdom teaches an eye for an eye. The punishment should fit the crime. But that is not how God deals with you. That is not what Jesus modeled for us from the cross when he said, Father, forgive them. Gandhi said, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. And Jesus said, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Our culture wants to make pure in heart about purity, but it is not. The heart represents the center of our thoughts and convictions. And the pureness of our heart has to do with focus and being undiluted. So those who are able to see God have a focused, undiluted fixation of their thoughts and convictions about life. The pure in heart hold to their convictions Unwaveringly. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. In Jesus' day, the Roman Empire thought of itself as a peacemaking entity. The emperor was called the Son of God and the establisher of Pax Romana, the peace of Rome. But the truth is, that their version of peace came with brute force and domination. God's children, however, achieve peace through mercy, forgiveness, and love. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. This is the hard truth. Following the ways of Jesus will ostracize you. If you play by rules that are different than what the surrounding culture tells you is the way to do it, you will pay for it. If Jesus was such a nice guy, then why did they kill him? It's because he threatened a way of life that is deeply ingrained in the world. 
And to truly follow Jesus is still a threat to the ways of the world. That is the tension that comes with following Jesus. None of these things feel like blessings. Contrary to the dominant social values, these statements, blessed are the poor, the meek, the persecuted, they give honor to those who are unable to defend their positions. They give honor to those who refuse to take advantage of another. These are not normally honored by the culture. But this is exactly what makes them blessings. The honor contained within them is not given from society. The honor comes from God. You are favored by God, not other people in each of these scenarios. Do these things seem like they are signs of God's favor? No. Because our culture and society have taught us that they are not. But you are not called to be disciples of the place and the time where you live. You are called to be disciples of the teacher who came and said, these are the true blessings. You are favored by God, even and especially when it contradicts what society thinks being blessed is. Thanks be to God for the favor, the happiness, the blessings that come when they least seem likely. Amen.